This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. We're going to jump in. I mean, this is just my favorite topic. So we're going to talk today about these 12 steps that you need to take, that you need to be planning for strategically to build a successful PR agency. And this is how I did it. Um, I didn't know this when I started, but I looked back in retrospect and said, okay, that is how I was able to land those billion dollar clients. Um, And that was how I was able to jump to premium clients. That was how I was able to triple our revenue in a year. So we looked at it as a whole and said, this is how it all fits together. Um, This was not easy to develop, but it's my signature framework Um, It's called the path to profitability, and that's what I'm teaching you inside of this PR agency action plan there. But the first step is mindset. There's a reason it's first. So many people are like, ah, I don't need that. The people inside our programs that have the most success are constantly going back to this mindset piece because as the uh, agency grows, as you're reaching new levels, there's a lot of stuff that creeps in, right? Like, you know, uh, am I qualified to be doing this. It's that imposter syndrome. So we start here so that you can start to say goodbye to that freelancer mentality for good and say hello to stepping into your role as an agency owner, as a CEO. This is the very first step to growing a profitable PR agency. It's gaining this clarity and cultivating a success mindset. And speaking of clarity, I was just listening to a podcast with Amy Porterfield. She is a marketing, um, you know, marketing expert. She's interviewing Brendan Bouchard, who is like one of the world's leading um, authorities in self-help and high performance. And he was talking about the very first high performance habit of all leaders. Um, And he said clarity was one of the most important things that they have clarity when they step into any meeting, any new endeavor. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's so interesting because that's why we started Mindset, to give you clarity. There are things that you're going to need to address and confront in your business in order to achieve real success. So we start here with Mindset. And I've worked with some of the best like personal and in masterminds I've been a part of, the best mindset coaches. um, And I had some clarity around this and I share it with members of our program. We start here and so many have told me this is the best content um, and they go back to it over and over again, which is really exciting for me. So the first step is is mindset. Get your head right. You need clarity. Um, Second step, and I probably say this on every podcast, is you have to nail your niche. Niching down is probably the most important foundational step you can take in growing a business that you'll love, in commanding higher rates, um, loving the work you do long-term. So honing in on a niche can feel a little overwhelming and also feel scary because you seem 
like you're limiting your opportunities for revenue, but it's actually the opposite. You are going to be seen as an industry expert. It will result in increased referrals. I swear to you, I promise you, and your ideal clients will come to you. This is the way to attract clients like a magnet. And um, anyone in our programs on our um, Agency Accelerator Plus coaching calls that is like, ah, I'm running around, my hair's on fire. When we look, it's usually because they are not niched down. They're doing too many things and they're supporting too many types of businesses. Okay, so we go into the process for how you can nail your niche. That is step two. Number three, know your numbers. You cannot possibly have a profitable agency if you don't know your numbers inside and out. You just can't. So even if numbers scare you, and that's kind of like me, I don't love numbers, but I do know my numbers inside of my business. I know what it costs for us to execute excellent service. I know what I have to charge to be profitable. And I also know how to maximize profit. And that's what we dive into inside this Know Your Numbers piece. Um, you have to get a handle on these specific financial pieces of the puzzle in order to set goals that you can exceed that, or goals that will push you. Let me put it that way. Um, I don't want you to set little like, mm, like 10% increase from last year. Who cares? That's nothing. Like I want you to set a huge high bar goal and I don't care if you meet that goal. I don't care. But meeting a 10% goal and being like, yay, I met my goal is not going to push you. Like setting a revenue goal to double your previous year's revenue and pushing yourself towards that and getting to new heights and being proud of yourself. It doesn't matter if you meet your goal at all. It's just a target we aim for so that we can get better at putting it all in um, and, you know, the aim that you're going to take. Like shooting bigger is what I want for you. I'm not a numbers gal at all. But I can tell you inside my business, all my profit, um, where there's, you know, room to grow, how much I need to be charging clients. And we are not teaching you like, a, oh, you know, you figure out your expenses and then you add 20%. No, <laughs> if you do that, you are leaving so much money on the table. I am here to teach you maximum profitability. So um, that's my goal in my business. And I may not love a spreadsheet, but I do love revenue and profit. So that's three, know your numbers. So that's the first pillar in my framework. It's called strategy. It's mindset, nail your niche, know your numbers. That's your strategy pillar. It's figuring out those pieces of the puzzle. Number four, and now we're moving into the sales quadrant of the path to profitability framework, prosperous pipeline. So in order to build a profitable agency of your dreams, one that lights you up or you're working with clients that you believe in, you need to be able to have a consistent pipeline of prospective clients that you can tap into whenever you want to increase your client roster. You have clients at various stages of the biz dev process, and you know that if something happens, it's not catastrophic if a client leaves, no big deal. You know, it, 
doesn't ever feel great, but if anything happens in your business and you're like, eesh, we lost a client, you have a strategy to go back to. You have clients in the pipeline and you know how to generate new business in your company and grab the best clients for you. You don't ever want to be in a position where you're scrambling for work you're desperate. You're going to take whatever comes your way. You also don't want to work with clients that are not a good fit. So this is where we hone into the strategies. Very simple. The best places to look for clients, the relationships to leverage, how to you know get them into your new business pipeline at all stages so that when or if a client leaves, you're just like, that's fine. I can just go back to the drawing board. The other thing too is just keep in mind this entire framework, it's a four-part framework, strategy, sales, service, scale, is based on my goal for you to have consistent, predictable, recurring retainer revenue. Because it sucks when you don't have a predictable income every month. Um, you, you know, It definitely may fluctuate, but I want you to have a good understanding and foundation, but you have to pay your bills. Are you going to be able to pay your team, pay your bills, you know, so that there's not this big, oh crap moment if a big client bails um, and you know how to get better clients back in the door. So keep that in mind. Consistent, predictable, recurring retainer revenue. It is possible. Our revenue is way back up to pre-pandemic times right now. And I'm just, uh, I'm like, oh my God, thank God. You know, we're on the upswing in our industry, but also I knew when we lost some clients that I could put out some feelers and we landed three new clients plus an old one came back, which to me is like, yes, I knew it. (laughs) When that happens, it's the best. Promising prospects. That's number five after Prosperous Pipeline. I know us uh, PR pros, we love alliteration. So once you've tapped into your pipeline of your dream clients, you need to know how to seal the deal and turn that prospect into a paying client. And you have to learn how to vet your clients so that you don't ignore those red flags. It always comes down to something on that sales call. If you have a nightmare client, something happened on that call that you ignored or something happened in your research that you chose to ignore. And that's okay. We have all done it. There's reasons why we say yes to things that may not be a perfect fit, but there's always something there that you chose to ignore and you can choose to ignore it. That's fine, but you have to really know what you're getting yourself into. Um, But with these strategies, you can vet them. You can save yourself time. You can establish their budget on that call, establish what they tell you their budget is. You know, when we talk about the things you should ask, the things that you should pay attention to, this is your promising prospects content. That's number five. Six, powerful proposals. So after you've met with your prospective client, you need to know how to build out a detailed proposal that addresses their questions and all of the things that are on their mind, what they're looking for. This is like a capabilities deck on steroids, let's say. This is a really great opportunity to connect with your clients and show your expertise, show your professionalism. And with these proposals, I don't want you giving away strategy. Um, I want you showcasing your results and that gives the client the idea of what you're gonna provide to them 
And that is why we niche down. That is why we also go through like case study content. So covering all of that. And we have talked at length about not giving away strategy. I don't want you to give away your strategy and you don't have to. If you structure your proposals the way that I'm sharing, you will close more deals. And that is pillar two, which is sales. So it's your prosperous pipeline, promising prospects, and your powerful proposals. This is where you, your proposals, you can kind of pair it back to the client. You're taking notes on your calls and you're parroting back their concerns, their challenges, what they're looking to accomplish, their goals and objectives. And they're like, wow, this, you know, really speaks to me. And it's like, well, because these are your literal exact words. I just wrote them down and they feel seen and heard. And like, you really understand the issues that you are here to solve. Those three um, pieces of the puzzle all support that sales pillar. And then service pillar is, so now that you have your strategy in place and you've got your clients in the door, the best clients are the ones that have already worked with you. So instead of having a six-month contract and getting on that hamster wheel where they have six months and they leave um, and you're constantly in biz dev mode, keep your clients in the door and you have a foundation that you can build on. And that's always my goal. And part of the vetting process for me, you want to keep your existing clients really happy. And that's where the service pillar comes in. So the first step is like your onboarding and your kickoffs. You want to kick off on the right foot with every single new client decision ever in hiring your business. You make them look so good. You make them look great to their team. And this all starts with a really seamless onboarding experience. You really um, deliver this service impeccably, right? And this is the entire kind of whole retainer period. So the foundation here is that client dissatisfaction is always stemming from expectations not aligning with what is realistic. So this kickoff process, and even in the sales process, we set expectations. What's going to happen when, what's realistic, so that they are on board with what is going to happen or likely to happen. And it's the best way to make sure that your clients have a good first impression. They're going to remain happy, satisfied, which means that they'll continue to work with you long-term because you're delivering what they're expecting. Okay. So that's simple, but I mean, my God, the difference this makes. So that's onboarding and kickoffs. The second part of the um, service pillar is deliver and dazzle. So you onboard your new client, you dig into the nitty gritty, you put together an amazing strategy. We share all of these um, approaches in our program. So you provide incredible service, set expectations and follow through on them, and you start to generate results for them. And then nine in this pillar, which is service, is retain and maintain. So it's not just about constantly bringing in new clients in your agency. You don't want to have this revolving door. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't make you look good. And you want to keep your clients happy. So it's a huge piece of building this profitable agency. This is where we deliver results to them in a way that really shows ROI. This is where we establish KPIs with them and we're delivering results that work towards those KPIs. 
Not every client goal is exactly the same. So you have to establish those goals and what does success look like? How do you dazzle them if you don't understand what they view as success? And a lot of times, um, client, you know, uh, my members of my community are like, I'm crushing it right now. And the client will say, we're not happy. And you're going, what? This is like amazing what I've done for you. How are you not? And it's because those expectations are not aligned or their goals and objectives are not being met by the kinds of results you're getting for them. Okay. So retaining your clients, maintaining great results and relationships. We cover that in the service pillar so that you are not constantly in biz dev mode, trying to generate leads and being here to just have a one and done. I don't, I mean, to me, if a client, um, moves on because they're, you know, not happy. We view that as not successful and we troubleshoot what happened, what went wrong. We also get on calls with prospective clients and always ask them what went wrong. Um, so I asked this call with a three month contract, three month project. When they launched last year, they were working with a well-respected agency. I asked them, they told me the name and I'm like, something tells me it's not the agency, it's the client. And they were like, well, after we stopped working with them, then the results started to come in. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because you only gave them three months, of course. And that was that agency's mistake, taking on a three-month contract and not telling them three months is not really going to get a lot done. So they were like, well, yeah, like results started coming after the fact. No, no kidding, right? So, um, you know, I try to get those expectations, figure out what happened. Um, clients will tell you. And that is the third pillar, service. Okay, the fourth pillar is scale. This is where you leverage your results. So you start to generate press features for clients. You feel awesome about it. You're accomplishing really great things in your business. Um, this is where you take those results and you leverage. If you want to attract bigger clients, you have to use what you've done as a magnet to say, I could do this for you too. Look what I've done. Look at my relationships. Look at the kinds of features we get. So this is where you are leveraging your results in a bunch of different ways. All of these things where you are addressing their KPIs um, and then you take those results you get and you're putting them out into the world, like, look what we can do. And that's where you command higher retainers and the more money a client pays, the better they treat you. The more that they pay, the less that they bother you. It just is that way. Um, I promise you, and if you have not experienced this, get ready because it is a true fact, but for me is, and so many members of our programs, when you discount your services and you make exceptions and you take clients on at a low rate, your lowest paying clients will be your biggest pain in the butt. Always, 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 always. You want to use the results you get, leverage them to bring bigger, better, badder <laughs> uh, clients into your business. So that's uh, leverage your results. Um, and then you've got to build your dream team. This also goes back to you knowing your numbers. You have to know what it's going to cost you to execute these services. So part of being an agency owner and a successful one at that is building a team, the right team. 
You need to hire people to support you. Make sure that you get to focus on what's going to be the most impactful use of your time, you know, more so than the day-to-day execution of services. One of the biggest pieces of advice that I got from a very early mentor of mine, I was hitting like a wall. I just wasn't surpassing $90,000 a year. I could not envision myself bringing in one more dollar at the expense of my sanity. I just couldn't. I was like, I can't get bigger than this. I just can't. And he said, less gen equals more money. And you have to bring in a team. And I was like, but I'm not making enough money. And he said, that's how you scale as you bring in your team. You're not working on the day-to-day execution of services. You're leveraging your team's time. And that's where you become, you know, quantum growth, incredible profitability in your business. And the 12th and final of this um, framework, but the third in the scale pillar is find your flow. So it's time to get into this flow state, truly step into and really thrive in your role as the visionary founder of your agency and elevate your role to that visionary Focus on things that are like your zone of genius that you love doing. Get out of the drudgery zone. Don't do the things you hate. Find other people to support you in those roles. And this is where you scale and you achieve the success you're looking for. I envision it like a spiral staircase. So you go around and around. So as you get to this place with some clients and you have results that you can leverage and you're building out a team, now you go back to the start because new level, new devil, right? mindset will come back into play. You need to also reevaluate your services and what you need to charge because now you have a team to support. Oh, and also you have amazing results you can leverage. So you're not just starting out or you're not just um, new in the niche. You are becoming an authority and that costs more. So you reassess your services and retainer fees you're charging and you start back over And then you work on building your pipeline with clients at this new level. This is, I know it sounds so simple, but honestly, looking back on at the time, it was like 12 years of running my business. And like, how did I get my billion dollar clients? Oh yeah, they were referrals, but I had to be able to show we could support those kinds of clients. How was I able to show that? So I looked back on my path. I'm also putting this out there to save you time and help you make more money faster because this is exactly how I was able to do it. And it kind of just works in whatever kind of digital agency you're running and whatever niches you want to support. This framework works to support that. So these 12 steps, like I said, they fall into the four pillars in my signature path to profitability framework. And what I've talked about is really just the tip of the iceberg of what we cover and the resources we provide to support our members of this agency accelerator. I love this program so much. It's my favorite. This is my signature program. We've been constantly updating and tweaking and improving for years. And inside of this 12-week program, which lands very neatly into one week for each of the steps, you're going to learn everything you need to know with actionable tried and true strategies so that you can launch, grow, and scale a profitable agency that, for me, this is the key important part, that will serve the type of life that you want to live. This is why I set up my business this way. I wanted to be a mom. Now I have my two kids. Um, I have 
so many things that I want to do besides work, 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 work. And I don't, I don't work nights and weekends. I usually don't work Fridays. So this is the framework that works for whatever your goal is for how you want your business to support your life. And these are tried and true strategies. So it's really four pillars, strategy, sales, service, scale. And then each pillar has three steps or within the program, it'll be three weeks of content. And when you own this, you own it forever. And our members are referring back, they're pulling resources. So again, it is not a course to get you to the finish line. It is a resource that is there for you forever as you grow and scale your business. So it's awesome. I'm so proud of it. For me, the proof is in the pudding. Our members are having results and that is like the best thing in the whole world for me. I think that people that come here are making an investment in themselves. Everyone that joins us is committed and exceptional and they're building their dream and they're here to put in the work. And so that's what I have for you today. Let me know if you have any questions at all about this framework I just shared or about our programs or anything at all. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. If you're ready to start, grow, and scale a profitable agency all on your own terms, you should consider joining the Agency Accelerator. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. To achieve your big, scary goals and truly live the type of lifestyle you've always wanted, it's time to join the Agency Accelerator. Inside this incredible program, you'll learn exactly how to structure your PR agency to fill your pipeline with high paying clients and establish a consistent revenue stream so you can run a business that lights you up and that doesn't run you. This program is built around the exact steps that I took to grow a seven-figure PR agency, Generation PR, and now hundreds of other PR professionals around the world have implemented these techniques and strategies to scale their own agencies too. So this stuff works, you guys. Check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune in next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.